Welcome to this week's Green Side Up. This is Richard Henschel, and in the studio with me is Drew Banks. Drew is a nutrition and wellness educator. How are you, Drew? I'm, I'm good. Thanks, Richard. Great. We always get together about this time of year and talk a whole bunch of stuff about food safety and proper food handling, and it's always interesting to find out what uh, USDA or FDA has mm-hmm. said about current practices, and we've covered quite a few things in the previous shows, starting yes. with what's the deal with bacon in the in the <laughs> World uh, Health Organization's mm-hmm. releases, and other things about food safe handling for the holidays, and something a little bit newer to me was last week when we talked about refrigerator food safety <laughs> okay. uh, and refrigerator temperatures. Was that was that was kind of n- nice to find out about and how how much safer we could be if we just pay attention to those refrigerator temperatures. Yes. So this week, I wanted to kind of cover, if if you wouldn't mind, things about uh, maybe um, food trends or what's trending in foods, mm-hmm. what's maybe was the biggie for 2015, and what we're looking for maybe, or what seems to be the trends uh, sh- going to show up in 2016. Mm-hmm. So we can talk about that in terms of restaurants. We could talk about yes. that for uh, other fresh fruits and vegetables that might be showing up on the market. So. Mm-hmm. I'll I'll let you decide, but maybe let's just start to talk about uh, uh, what we see with restaurants sourcing food and what's on the menu. Okay, so um, every year the National Restaurant Association and other food groups like the Food Marketing Institute, Institute of Food Technologists, and so on, will look at the things that are trendy, the things that we as Americans are are wanting to consume more of or are selling. Sales, of course, money always impacts everything. So every year they take a look at things that are happening within the, with that menu system within restaurants. We're eating out more than ever before, Richard. I mean, we're, we don't go home and cook the way we used to. We're Even if we're not sitting down at a restaurant and eating, we are going to, res- to uh, grocery stores and buying prepared foods. So the prepared food section of the grocery store has just tremendously increased because that's where we're spending a lot of our time, buying foods that other people have prepared. So within those systems, um, we're, what the demand is for now is locally sourced food. So the, we talked before about the the labeling law, the cool labeling law that says you have to label foods according to the country of origin. So that's important, but people want not only to know about the country of origin, but locally shrinking that down even to maybe a 100, 200-mile radius. Did it come from our area? Did it come from a local source? So that's big on the demand as far as restaurant menus. So we're seeing restaurant menus changing, especially during the growing season around here. We're seeing them source local foods, which is fantastic for our growers and our farmers. So they're being able to sell foods that are being grown freshly here in Illinois to Illinois restaurants, and we're loving it. So that's one of the solid trends. Also within that is the non-GMO kinds of demands that uh, customers are putting on restaurants and even grocery stores. So that's becoming large as well. When we're interested in getting these non-GMO fruits and vegetables and other other products that restaurants are getting to serve to us you know i know from the growing side of it that uh, when you grow an organic product or a non-gmo product Mm -hmm. sometimes the losses out in the field are higher than the typical traditional crops okay uh, and that typically drives the price up are we still willing to pay for that yes 
Yes, that's what the research is showing, that customers are in demanding those locally sourced foods, non-GMO foods, basically, as you said, organically grown, are willing to pay that higher price, yes, to get what they want. Okay. Yes. Also, again, kind of comes and goes on the news from time to time, but uh, I guess on a worldwide basis, uh, everyone likes uh, likes fish. Mm-hmm. And yet we hear about depleting supplies and poor, our waters are becoming poorer and poorer, so there's less reproductive capacity there uh, uh, for the fish. Uh, what are the, if there's I know, good or bad fish to eat, but what are, what are we seeing there? We're seeing the trend toward inexpensive fish, fish that um, at one time we called trash fish, like carp, mackerel even redfish, mm-hmm. um, popping up on the menu. Now, the certain cultures, uh, especially within the Chinese culture, they've always eaten a lot of carp, and they always have had um, high priority and, and delicious ways of preparing carp in other countries. And, and here, we sort of have not. We've mm-hmm. not looked at carp as being uh, something that we want to put on the menu, but it's showing up on the menu, those very inexpensive fish. And as you said, they're probably in huge supply, so we're tapping into those. They are, they're, they're, you know, they are nutritious and they are delicious fish. They're just not high on the priority list for most restaurants, and even in our home food preparation. So as we, so, so as soon as we can figure out how to call it some something fancier, <laughs> it will probably become in more demand. That's and more expensive. There yes. you go, and that's interesting. Okay, so another. You know, um, I guess I'm more familiar with, you know, getting your groceries delivered at home mm-hmm. and having the pizza show up at your door with the ding-dong of the bell. But what other, what, other, what other trends are we seeing or what other things are beginning to happen? You know, some of the, the larger, more um, elegant restaurants are seeing that uh, not everyone wants to come in and sit down at the table and have their meal, but they do want to have their meal. So they're willing. You can... You can probably get almost any meal delivered to your home. And there are apps appearing on our smartphones, making it even easier to place an order. Make a reservation has, has you know, that's that's been there. But to place an order at an, a restaurant that you would typically not think of as someone who's going to make a delivery. And yes, you know, for the right amount of money, I guess you can get... Like I said, any meal delivered to your home from just about any any restaurant. But the trend is that more of them are advertising the fact that they will deliver within a certain radius. And as as consumers who no longer cook meals fresh every day but still want to eat good food, that is huge. We actually love being able to have a delivery, deliver to our home, hot food that someone else prepared that that we like. And that's that's our evening meal or or whatever. So, that's huge. <laughs> okay, and I'm sure that's just from the from the restaurant's perspective. They're clearly just trying to grow their market share. Yes. Yes, and, yes. and clearly it's working. Yeah. We're well, very willing to to put those orders in and pay whatever dollars are are, are necessary. Uh, the market is driven by the demand of the customers. Mm-hmm. You know. Yep. Yep. Okay, so what do we know? What's the big, is there any big trending things going on uh, with highly seasoned foods? Mm-hmm. Uh, are we still middle America bland or are we changing or what's going on with that? <laughs> there are uh, different kinds of uh, sriracha, which is a, a, it's a hot Thailand, it began as a hot kind of uh, peppery, well-seasoned, garlicky 
condiment from Thailand and it's just exploded. People want all kinds of versions of sriracha and they want it added to their foods in different ways. You can add a little, you know, for just an enhanced flavor kind of effect, or you can add a lot for that big heat effect. And it's just skyrocketed on the menus. And the the trend as far as the Food Marketing Institute says, it's going to get even greater during the 2016 food year. (laughs) So on the restaurant table now, we're more likely to see ketchup, mustard, Tabasco, and Sriracha. Sriracha okay. right. And incorporate okay. into the, the food itself. And, and yes, cooked in during the, the cook. As well. Well, during the cooking. Very good. Very good. All right. Well, again, maybe uh, of, of interest maybe to, to me and many others uh, has been the recent ads on the TV about, you know, food your way, breakfast anytime, those mm-hmm. kinds of things. One of the fast food chains started it, and I think uh, very quickly another one uh, has has come on board. Is that something that's going to continue in 2016? You know, I think that the fast food restaurants, when they see a decline in sales, look around to see what they can do to um, give customers what they want and bring them into the store to buy more food more often. So I think they'll do whatever it takes to, to get that done. The latest thing, as you said, has been um, all-day breakfast menus, which at, at some places, you know, the, the regular breakfast places, they've been offering all-day breakfast every day anyway. But to be able to go to one of your hamburger uh, restaurants um, and buy uh, pancakes or eggs or, or whatever any time of day, that has become very trendy among the fast food restaurants. And I think we're going to see more and more of it happen, happening until all of them basically will be offering any food you want any time of day. Okay, very good. All right. Well, I know we're pretty much out of time for this week's show. So, Drew, thank you very much for sharing all this good information. (laughs) Okay. Um, I hope you'll show up again next week because I still want to talk about, uh, you know, holiday eating uh, a bit more. So this has been Richard Henschel and Drew Banks this week on uh, Green Side Up. We'll be back again next week.